Now you guys know that we had to come to you with a quick blitz after the happenings of yesterday. Thank you all for listening. You are tuned in to Quick Blitz on the Riot Report. This is a, let's say this is a special edition. We didn't bring you guys an episode earlier this week, but I think we're both low-key happy that that didn't happen. Sheena is traveling for work. I was traveling for work on Tuesday. So, but we are here with you guys on Friday and you all know the big news. We're going to get into that in a moment. But again, we want to thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribing to Quick Blitz at therightreport.com backslash quick hyphen blitz. Sheena, Superman is back. Listen, when the city is in distress, that's when superheroes swoop in to save the day. That is exactly what the Carolina Panthers are expecting, hoping for. That's what the city needs, honestly, at this point. You know, everybody was kind of like, okay, you know, we're in this rebuild. But then when you start out 3-0, and no matter how weak the schedule is and the front office is making win-now moves, you start to have a sense of hope, only to have it pulled away from you with the four-game losing streak. So, Vash, I know you held Matt Rule's feet to the fire. Let's just get straight into it. I was going to say, you, you've been – you knew about this before – Jonathan posted about it yesterday morning. You knew about it the day before. So give us an inside look into how this whole transaction came into fruition. I get a text, man, guess who's, who's back begging and pleading. I was like, no way. Phone rings. I was like, yo, you gotta be kidding me. They're like, no. He was like, nope. I said, well, do, is he considering this? He was like, you know, he, he, I think he is. He said, but you know, he has some concerns about the old line. He mentioned Russell Okung. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm with you until you say Russell Okung. I said, you know, the Panthers have a lot of experiments along the offensive line with, you know, vets, but vets that are injury prone and things like that. He was like, yeah. And I think that's kind of what he's worried about. You know, he said, they'll probably try to move some pieces um, to make him more comfortable. Um, along the offensive line, he said, but I, I think this is happening. So that afternoon I tweeted a um, cell phone emoji. So this, for clarity, guys, this was Tuesday or Wednesday? This was, this was Wednesday, early Wednesday. This afternoon. is Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. I got the, I got the call at nine 30 that morning um, when packing for this trip. And um, so I tweeted out the, 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 um, the emoji. And of course, Panthers Twitter was like, they bombarded the mentions with cam memes. And, you know, I was liking the ones that were cam and things like that. Um, later on, I saw a, a media personality tweet out that, you know, he was talking about the quarterback situation in Carolina. He mentioned the Panthers had not, um, haven't talked to Cam Newton. And I responded, yes, they have. Some people caught it. Some people didn't. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead. And, and I got countless DMs. I was like, I'm going to just go ahead and, and, and tell everybody. I go to um, tweet this out. I'm in the airport, Charlotte Douglas, you know, that Wi-Fi is wonky. I get up yesterday morning, I get the phone calls and I was like, wait a minute, let me go. And I see that, you know, the observer was trending. I was like, they didn't break this. I go and I look, I'm like, I have to screenshot my tweet. It was in the damn draft. (laughs) So I'm laughing now, but I was, I was pissed. Bashai was pissed for me, y'all. She was like, what? I'm like, yeah, it was in the, got hung up in the drafts. But I had had enough conversations with people on Wednesday um, throughout the day. So they, they knew that this was coming um, out of respect for me. They weren't 
too, too revealing. They just were, you know, dropping little Easter eggs also. And I said, well, it's out there now. I might as well tell them, every, tell everybody what I know. So that's when you got the bombarded tweets from me with, you know, he's actually in Charlotte. Um, the Panthers sent the jet. They reached out on Tuesday night. These are what they're talking. This is the type of deal they're talking about. Um, and then this is the deal that they, they you know, decided on. Uh, they want him to play on Sunday. So that's when I started. I was like, let me go ahead and, and bless Panthers Twitter with the details. They need the details. Listen, I'm still mad that Sheena, how <laughs> does a tweet Listen. of that magnitude get caught up in your dress? Like when she told me that, I it was, was like, like three of them, bruh, that bruh like really? Yeah. Anyways, that aside, Sheena knew about this. So you said that Cam had or had concerns about the offensive line and he expressed those concerns to the Panthers. He didn't. That was on Wednesday. So I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I know that they've been trying to make some moves on the offensive line. It's just not a lot of teams are budging on that. But um, I wouldn't be completely shocked if we see like a free agency signing or something just to shore up the offensive line. I don't know who that free agent would possibly be. A trade deadline has passed. So I'm not sure how they're going to finagle that. I mean, and it could be an offseason thing because like quiet as cap. Yeah, this deal is for the remainder of the season but the Panthers wanted more Cam Newton wanted more but and I know a lot of people a lot of the responses I got when I said hey you know the Panthers wanted two years Cam wanted multi they decided on one a lot of people like how how both sides wanted more than one year how is it just one year because money talked and if I'm Cam Newton and you're trying to offer me two years and for the for the first year for these these last eight games you're offering me five with 2.5 guarantee but you come back and you say well you know what can't make the two-year happen yet. We'll give you 10 with six, get well, 4.5 guarantee, 1.5 roster bonus for eight games. I'm definitely taking the 10. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. And it seems, it, it, can, it, it can be on both sides. It can be a prove-it type deal. But at the same time, you got to remember that the Panthers are still paying Teddy Bridgewater. That's what I was going to say. Sam Donald's option. I don't think the Panthers at this point can afford to do multi-year deals. And I feel like they may have been soured because... You know, you sign, I think they signed Ted, Teddy to a two-year deal. Yeah. Uh, and then you they picked sign, up option. you pick up, you, you, you sign or you trade for Darnold and then you immediately pick up his option without seeing him play. So they're locked in with, for that for next year. So I, I think that it was a prove it kind of deal, but it was also like, okay, we're not, we're not going to make the same mistake twice. And, you know, somebody had tweeted that the Panthers are now paying Cam's replacement, the replacement for Cam's replacement, and then Cam to replace his replacement. And that's wild that you think about to think about it that way. But, but it's true. It's true. And, you know, I tweeted this yesterday. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Panthers Nation, Panthers Twitter. You guys are completely Listen. supportive of us you all deserve this all right panthers yeah. nation deserves this the influx of excitement that has been re-infused in carolinas in this fan base it's amazing how even just word that the panthers were talking to cam how it just set the sports world ablaze but we are more connected to panthers twitter and panthers nation 
And it was wild yesterday. I didn't eat yesterday until like after one. And that was just like a piece of bacon and a boiled egg. And then I had to go to the, the, the Panthers facility and, and just processing and digesting all of this has been, has been one thing in of itself, but to see fans hang Cam's jersey on their balconies in Uptown Charlotte to see you didn't you didn't see a, a Sam Donald jersey you did not see a Teddy oh, Bridgewater come on jersey. Now you we we knew that wasn't happening to I see think, to walk up and see Simon and I posted him on 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 our Twitter page to see a a, a Cam fan Simon I'm walking up to the presser at two o'clock Simon is out there clapping and happy. I leave the presser at six o'clock. Simon is still out there. Like that is the type of energy that Cam is bringing back to the Carolinas. And that is what uh, Cam meant to a lot of fans. A lot of fans weren't Panthers fans. Before. They don't know the Panthers before Cam. And and I think that yeah. people get judgmental because, oh, you weren't here for the Jake DeLone days. Okay, well, some of these people are young. You know, and and yeah. some of these don't pinpoint when people arrive to the fandom, just embrace them when they're here. And so for a lot of for a lot of people, Cam was the Carolina Panthers. And it's like, you know, it's like the prodigal son has returned home and you don't you know, when he comes back, you not and not that that Cam the analogy may be a bit flawed because it's not that cam went off and did anything wrong i think that cam has always been the bigger person in everything that he's done so even in his departure like he didn't trash the panthers he just seemed more motivated but you know it's like it's like the son who is who's gone away is home and you welcome him with open arms and panthers fans have completely done that and this is the excitement that is here now like this has been missed. But you know what else though? Even the the, pan, the the cam naysayers and the cam haters towards the end of his initial time in Carolina, even they are appreciative that he is back. Because but they're like not haters anymore. Because I don't see any hate anymore. Listen, they say you don't miss the water till the well runs dry. And then these past two seasons of, you know, Darnold and, and Bridgewater, they're like, shit. Oh, excuse me, y'all. They're like, shoot. I mean, can't, you know, you know, a lot of people are eating crow and I think that that's important too. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, did that, that come with an apology? Did that come with an apology? This is what I think. This is how I feel like the Panthers apologized to Cam Newton with or without saying we apologize with the way that things went down. I think having Matt Rule be the person mm. to call him Tuesday night was the apology. Vic could have called. Hell, David Tepper could have called. They had Matt Rule call, and I think that that was for a reason. I think Matt had to call. I, I think that Matt had to call because if Tepper and if Tepper, like you know, Rule and Fit insist that Tepper is a hands-off owner, people don't believe that. I don't know if you believe that, Sheena. Um, I don't know if he's as hands-off as they um, as they say he is, but maybe he is. Uh, this is we have to we have to go with what they say. They say that he's a hands off owner, but who else was going to call him? Fit wasn't here when Cam left or when Cam was was released. 
True. Matt Rule had to be the guy to do that as the head coach. I think it's only fitting. And I'm sure, you know, they told us yesterday that it was not about what happened in the past. It was more about what happened in the future. But if you've ever if you've ever had a and I always liken this to relationships because it's something that we go through. If you have ever had a closure with somebody that you've been with, you just don't talk about, oh, okay, well, we're just going to put the past in the past and we're going to move forward. Nah, or you reconcile I mean, with an ex. Now we got to talk through what happened in the past. Like, why did you do me like this? I need an explanation. And until I have an explanation and it comes with an apology, then we can move on and I can put the past behind me. But we are going to discuss this. So I don't, I don't know if it was, oh, we don't have to talk about what happened in the past as much as they say it is. Um, I do feel like, you know, it was, you know, I think that we could have handled the situation with you better. Absolutely. I agree. I, it definitely could have been handled better. Like you should not have to find out you're being released via text message. Mm. You shouldn't, but I mean, you know, I, I still think that that was their way of their way of apologizing. I mean, we don't know what that conversation was like. We don't know what he said when Cam Newton answered that phone and he said, hi, this is Matt Rule. We don't know what was said. I would love to have been a fly on the wall. I know I'd be giving y'all some school, but I don't know that. <laughs> I, I, wish, I, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. And it was so funny. Even when I said, you know, I could confirm that Cam Newton's in Charlotte, people were still in my mentions going off. Oh, how of you course. How you, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Energy. <laughs> Listen, let me tell y'all what y'all will do. Y'all will put some respect on Sheena's name. Y'all going to put some respect on Carolina Blitz's name, because let me okay. tell you what. And Sheena and I talked about this. We do the same job that the other blue checks do, but okay. we don't do it with the whole system working behind us. We don't have editors. We don't have producers. We don't have separate uh photographers we don't have videographers like we are it so when we feed you content no there's not a machine behind it we are the machine okay Thanks. we are the ones that make uh, that make the stuff go us and our team like i gotta thank my team at carolina blitz they 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 help me out a lot but we don't have the national big money team behind us so when we give you that stuff know that it's real and know that we worked hard for it don't be on this, oh, I saw it, but I wasn't sure who the source was. Okay, well, what makes you think anybody else's source is any different than ours? Exactly. And, th and that's the thing, though, Vesha. That's the thing. That is one of the reasons, guys. That's one of the ways that Quick Blitz was born. You know, it would be Vesha and I holding each other's cameras. And we're like, you know what? Let's give the people what they want. Let's, let's, let's you know, combine our energy because we have a really good chemistry. We know what we're talking about and people like us together, but it's a lot of work. You guys will see Vashti's story. You'll see she's in Madison Square Garden at 6 a.m. She's in Dagon Bank of America Stadium by noon. And it's like, dang, oh man, she, you know, she's, she's grinding, she's hustling. But what you guys don't see is that she didn't sleep more than two hours for a whole weekend. Girl. You don't see that she's up editing video for somebody to steal on Twitter. You don't see that she's up editing her up, even though she has a team now, she still has to edit their work as well. Girl. That's a lot to do. And so Panthers Twitter, we really, really, really 
really appreciate you guys because when you see guys, when you see people taking content or when you see people questioning our sources, when you see people questioning our legitimacy, y'all don't play about Sheena and Vashti. I listen, I'm telling you what, and that I don't think they understand how important it is to have that support behind you because Incredible. we don't necessarily have it within the media. I and and let me not say that. Let uh, well, we don't no, necessarily it have right. it within the you media. Said it right. I think that you know we have been. Um, I feel like the teams work well with us, and you know I I always give props to out to teams and you know because we at Carolina Blitz cover the major teams in North Carolina without the Hornets and Hornets. I'm calling y'all out because y'all's coverage of that, that swaggy team is lacking. Y'all need a little bit of that blitz sauce on it. But anyways, I always give props to the, to outlets who give us a seat at the table because, you know, we are small, we are black owned, but our voice is needed. Our voice is one and our voice is valid. So, you know, I, I give props to that, but understand by and large, what we, we have to make what our, we have to make it go ourselves. We aren't getting low key calls from, from PR people within the team saying, yo, this and this and this and this. No, cause if you feed the information, you're going to give it to the bigger more quote unquote credible source. So I understand, I understand that, but no, when we do come with information, understand that we have to vet it once, twice, three times, four times. Cause we know some, some troll is going to come and say, well, who are you? And how do you know this information? And, oh, I'm going to wait till I hear it from somebody else. All right. And listen, shout out to the Seattle trolls that have been in my mentions. Everything I said yesterday came to fruition within hours. Um, you can check timestamps of Adam Schefter and everybody else. But shout out to the Seattle stands that are swearing up and down that the Seahawks didn't offer Cam Newton. Shout out to you guys, because you guys were the same people that no one was talking about Cam Newton. I don't even know if it was a couple of weeks to a month ago when I said, hey, teams have been reaching out, some starters, some backup roles. Then within 24 hours, we hear that Cam is vaccinated. 48 hours, Pete Carroll um, confirms that Seattle has reached out. So no one was talking about these things. I'm not hopping on someone else's scoop and, and, and claiming it as my own. I'm getting these sources from relationships that have been cultivated and grown and, um, you know, and, 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 and appreciated and established outside of Bank of America Stadium, outside of PR. These are like real relationships. These aren't people that are calling me because I work for The Observer or The Athletic or Sports Illustrated or ESPN or anything like that. These are real, these are my friends. These are people that would never feed me inaccurate information just for fun. These are people that are fine being in, in the background and don't need the limelight. So when I tell you guys these things, I mean it. There's nothing for me to gain, you know, um, even with the Deshaun Watson, but there's nothing for me to gain. So shout out to the Seattle trolls that have been in my mentions, swearing up and down that Seattle has not has never offered Cam Newton as though they are in the front office or even in the facilities during the press conferences. Listen, These are regular fans. Don't y'all have I, your <laughs> own team to worry about? Like, okay. stay over there. Y'all are like on the other side of the country. Mind, Mind your business. Your business. <laughs> Mind your business. Mind yours. It, it's so funny, though. It, it's the people that literally aren't even part of media. And I'm like, so you feel like because you're a Seattle fan that you know more than what I know about the profession in which I work. It's hilarious. 
They said, this oh. is one person with no sources. Okay, ma'am. I be seeing y'all. I be screenshotting y'all and laughing about it. I do. Now let's talk. We talked about the fans. We talked about y'all putting some respect on our names. Let's talk about what we feel like this Cam Newton signing means to the team. What do you think? I think you have your, your vocal leader. A lot of times, a lot of people have wondered what's the, what's the locker room like? What's the locker room like? And, um, we haven't really seen a locker room devoid of Cam Newton because of COVID last year. This year, we're still not in the locker room, but you can kind of um, discern who the leaders are on that team. And on the offensive side of the ball, we had not necessarily identified anyone. You can kind of get the gist that Shaq Thompson, um, Dante Jackson, and uh, Brian Burns are the leaders on the defensive side of the ball. but on the offensive side of the ball, who's the vocal leader? There isn't one. Until Robbie then. Anderson. Yeah. Well, see, he, he's the one that keeps it real. He's vocal on the sidelines. But as far as like rallying the troops, and I'm yeah, not saying that I Robbie can't. isn't a leader. I'm not saying that. But yeah. it's a different type of energy that Cam Newton brings. And that could have yeah. possibly been part of the reason for his exit. It was a yeah. brand new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. They needed to get control of the locker room. They're coming from college. You know, a lot of them didn't have NFL experience or head coach experience, offensive, defensive coordinator experience. You have Joe Brady, who was, I think he's either the same age as Cam, maybe a year or two younger. You Kind of like you, what you said, Vashai, with the Steven Smith, uh, with the Steve Smith exit. It was like, okay, we have to, this yeah. is a locker room decision. And is that was sorely missed. That was sorely missed. And I think now there's no question about it. Like, I mean, just look at the tickets and how those tickets skyrocketed. And I know Matt Rule said, oh, we didn't do this to, to sell tickets. But giving having a team that fans can believe in and, and place hope in and expectations in, that sells tickets. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, Matt Rule might not be selling tickets, but David Tepper is. Listen. Okay. And that's okay. That's okay. Absolutely. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, he's he's a businessman. That is what it is. I'm tired personally, and and they mentioned that. Shout out to the town hall, um, uh, that that they put on the Panthers town hall. Do they do an excellent job of that? Uh, and Sheena and I were both on yesterday, but they kind of mentioned that in the town hall, like ha- going to Bank of America Stadium and having the opposing team make it feel like a home game for their squad. That's yeah. not going to happen when the Panthers take the field against the Washington football team like next week. That just won't yes. happen. And it's not a good look, honestly. So, yeah, I mean, Matt Rule is trying to win, but David Tepper is trying to trying to make money and win. I think they're I, I think they I think everybody wants to win. There's there's no doubt about that. But as far as the team off it, listen. And Fit said this in his conference yesterday. The defense is built to win now, okay? I mean, period, point blank, dot. And you have pieces on the offense that that are very potent. So you have DJ Moore. You have Christian McCaffrey. You have Robbie Anderson. Like, you have guys uh, on offense who can make your offense go. The one piece that you're missing is a quarterback, quarterback. and that's one of the most, the most important pieces 
that you have to have. You don't want to waste the number two defense in the league on and and you never you never know what kind of run could be made, but you don't want to waste the number two defense in the league on a backup quarterback or on a Sam Darnold. This move absolutely had to be made. And and so to. from a team standpoint, like I feel like these guys feel like, bro, we got a chance now. Because I think that Sam Darnold, um, and he says he's not superstitious, but he is, and 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 he's in his head at this point. So you know, head. you have the Atlanta game. He plays, he plays well in the Atlanta game. And it's like, okay, well, can he keep this? Because you know it's mental with him. It's not okay, it's mental and skill, but a lot I'd say it's half and half uh with him. He doesn't have the confidence. So he has confidence coming off of that Atlanta game. So we're like, okay, we're going to see what he can do. Can he keep this momentum going? And he just couldn't do it. So now he's back in his head and you got to try to build him out. The Panthers don't have time for that, especially during this rough stretch. And so for the team, from the team standpoint, I feel like guys are like, and they're not going to say this publicly, but they're like, bruh, like it's lit. We have a chance now. It's I'm watching. I'm watching last night Lamar Jackson and the uh, the the Ravens are down to the Dolphins. They ended up they ultimately lost, but I think they were down two scores with like five or seven minutes left. And it's like, okay, let me see how Lamar Jackson is gonna gonna make this comeback because you have faith that you never you're never out of a game. Cam Newton is bringing that back to the team because with Cam Newton, you know, in the past, you never felt like, okay, this game is over. It's a wrap. Our offense isn't good enough to, to, to bring us back now. Right. I mean, that changes everything. The NFC South is on notice because the Panthers are still undefeated in the NFC South. That's important to mention. And I not only that though, not only that V, they, you know, before, before yesterday, people were looking like, man, Panthers got to play Tampa Bay twice. But I'm not sure before I, before hmm. I give y'all this statistic, I'm not a thousand percent sure. Well, no, you know what? No, I am. I am sure. Cam Newton has not lost to Tom Brady. Talk about it. He has not lost to Tom Brady. The Bucks have shown that they can be beaten. And of all the moves made, Cam Newton was the Panthers. What's the phrase they like to they like to use? Our best opportunity to win. This is the person that puts us in the best position to win football games. That's Cam Newton. Cam Newton has not been beaten by Tom Brady. I think that's very significant. Absolutely. You got to face them twice. You got to face Atlanta again. You got to face New Orleans again. Like the honestly, the Listen, Panthers people, could they could run the table of the NFC South. They could run the table, and that's so crazy. That's crazy. What, what a difference the 24 hours make because everyone else was looking at this second half of the season of the schedule, and they had packed it in, V. They're like, man, we might not win another game. I'm telling you, walk around that Roy Riot tailgate. It was like, yeah, we're you know here for the game, and this is the tailgate, and we see all our friends, but people were dreading walking over to the stadium. People were dreading walking over to the stadium. 
And shout out to Dr. Sweet Cheeks on Twitter. She and I had a conversation and she was like, you know, it's just different. Like, she was like, I mean, I get it. They wanted CMC to be the face, but he's not what gives us excitement on Sundays. Like this, this city needs Cam Newton back. You know, it's, it's just a different type of atmosphere. It's the different, you know, there, there's no magic. There's no magic. All of the stars that made the Panthers who they are, the, the, the people that made, the players that made people buy PSLs and growing riot memberships, they were gone. It was almost like a, just a sense of just gloom and doom. And just to take a peek at Panthers Twitter yesterday, that hope has been restored. It's like literally like night and day. That 24 hours was significant. And when she said that to me, there was no Cam Newton signing on the horizon at all there was no talk of Sam Darnold the IR there was none of that it was just like man we're gonna have to dredge through this season nobody was excited to go to away games uh, right one riot membership was down and I don't know like I guys I don't know if you guys have been to a riot on the road experience but the way that teams are coming in and taking over Charlotte that's what the Royal Riot was doing Vashai you remember a couple years ago um, going to London they had an event in London Cam was out but it was still, you know, he hadn't been out for the whole season at that point. He was still on the roster. He was still on the team. And, or, or going to New Orleans and they have a second line. Like that stuff, all of that had dwindled. And it wasn't just COVID. People are traveling again now. People are flying. Yeah. People are spending money. People are traveling. And, you know, just talking to Zach, uh, one of the, you know, the creator or the founder of the run, right? He's like, man, you know, our away games are just so different. People don't want to go. I guarantee you. The away game, the away games remaining on that schedule just skyrocketed because what? now they have something to be excited about. They're not going like, oh man, we're about to get blown out. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, we're about to turn up and get ready. You know, we get to watch Cam play. We get to watch this team. We get to watch the offense. It's just such a, a whole sense of renewed hope and expectations just throughout the fan base. And luckily for us, now this time last year, I was on Twitter going off on, on that other reporter that was still talking about Cam Newton being selfish and the Panthers finally had a quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater that wasn't all about They're self. So They're so aggy. Like, They're so aggy. Y'all know who I'm talking about, but you, you know who I'm talking about. And I was like, man, the irony of you to tweet or, or to even post an article like this on the, the platform that you're on around Thanksgiving. Like, are you kidding me? If at no other time of the year, Cam Newton's off the field effect on the city of Charlotte, and even down here in Atlanta, does his overall effect of the, on the city of Charlotte is has never been more felt than it is during holiday season. Absolutely. So it was so ironic to me that he put out like Cam was in New England minding his business, minding his business, and this reporter decided to instead of just saying, "Oh, you know, Teddy is selfless. He's this, he's that." You chose to take another knock at Cam Newton. During the holidays, you call this man selfish during the holidays. Never mind the Santa Cam. Never mind, you know, the event that he puts on at Top Golf for Thanksgiving. I'm like, this is the time of year that you choose to do that. But the city of Charlotte, thankfully, only had to go one year without that. I'm pretty sure that he's he's back in those streets as we speak. Well, let's talk briefly about this weekend. So uh, according to Matt Rule, PJ Walker will be the starter this week. Sheena Quick of Quick Out the Blocks reported that if the <laughs> Panthers had it their way, that Cam Newton would start this Sunday. Uh, we'll find out. I'm going to ask Matt Rule if Cam is traveling with the team. I think that that's important to know. 
because if he is traveling with the team, he's you can't rule out him starting. You can't rule him out starting, and you can't rule in, rule out if PJ is out there stinking it up that you don't pull the trigger and put Cam in. So it's important to know if if Cam will uh, start this weekend. But what do you think about this matchup against the Cardinals? I mean, it's a tough matchup, and honestly, before that move, I would have been like, "Whoo." You know what it was giving me feelings of, B? Do you remember how you and I looked over at each other at that game in San Fran two seasons yeah, ago? Yeah, that was rough. That's what I was feeling like Arizona was going to look like. Because think about it. like, And this is not a knock on P.J. Walker at all. But you're, you're facing an 8-1 and one Cardinals team. You know, defense, I feel like they're going to show up like they always do, but you got to be able to put points on the board. The defense can't keep gift wrapping you excellent field position and you're coming away with three points or a turnover. And that's all that's been happening. The Panthers have not scored. They scored one touchdown in the last, what, three games? Yeah. That can't happen on Sunday. That can't happen on Sunday. And I was looking at it with some gloom and doom, but, you know, you're facing a Cardinals team that's in the top half of the league uh, in all the offensive categories it's going to take a a a really strong effort by the defense and it's just I'm not even going to say you can be a game manager against the Cardinals you got to score you got to put some points on the board so it it just depends on who's under center I know and I know you guys like to to have predictions but until we know who's starting you really can't predict this game it can go either way yeah that's how (laughs) with the Cardinals you don't know who's starting for them either because Kyler Murray did not play that last week and I think they still won right they did. They still they won. They still won. And Murray did not practice on Thursday. He did not practice on Wednesday. It looks like he's nursing what an ankle injury. Um, yeah, so but just because be he didn't practice, report. you know, doesn't mean that he doesn't that he won't play. So it doesn't. It's it, you know, you it's a really it's really a wait and see with this upcoming matchup because you don't know yeah. how how it's gonna go. Um with with uh with um with this week but you defensively and offensively you have the Panthers are the second rate defense in the NFL in total yards allowed per game they're going Mm -hmm. up against the fourth ranked offense in the Cardinals um yeah and the Panthers offense is the 27th ranked offense this is before the news yesterday of course and then the Cardinals still have a good defense they are the fourth ranked defense so I think that you know it's going to be a tough matchup, but from if I'm correct, I think the Panthers do well against the Cardinals. The Panthers are they five do. and two in road games against Arizona. Like, come on. They do. They do well against the Cardinals. And like you said, I mean, those two pieces, who the quarterback question on both teams is what's going to fuel this matchup. And I know a lot of people, you know, look at that losing streak and they forget that the Panthers defense is like that. The Panthers weren't losing the, those games because the defense was wet in the bed. The right. defense is like that. So I think it's going to be a great matchup. And um, before we go, just shout out to you, Vash, uh, for not being able, I mean, for not being scared of asking the tough questions. And I know we are running out of time on this here podcast, but I definitely wanted to, to give you your flowers because you asked the questions that everyone wants to know, but they're afraid of the reception. You asked about the timing of um, Sam Darnold going to IR and the signing of Cam Newton. So if you could shed some light on that before taking us out, that would be amazing. Well, yeah, on Wednesday, you know, and I see 
we're on Twitter. We in these streets. So I saw everyone, literally everyone. And I even saw and heard some fellow media members questioning the timing of the Sam Darnold injury because, you know, Sam Darnold literally was concussed and did not know where he was on the on the field in Atlanta. Right. He yeah. left the game. He was in concussion protocol. He hurt his shoulder on that play and he started the very next week. So for and then um, the that game where he started against the Patriots, he did not look good. And, and you know, there were questions immediately after the game. Is Sar- Sam Donald the guy who's right for you all? Like those were now the questions that the Panthers would have to answer. And you were asking them things. You said, listen, is Sam is the Sam Donald still give this team the best possibility to win? You asked the tough question. Now I asked him that. And, and, you know, rule said he would, he would wait and answer that question, you know, after, um, after he looked at the film. Well, you know, to Monday, we hear that Darnold has been injured. Um, and, uh, so, you know, it's just, I'm not, I never questioned the validity of the injury. That's not my job. I'm not a doctor. I'm not in that facility. I'm not in Sam Darnold's body, but I did see a plethora of people questioning the timing of it. And that's what I wanted to ask Matt rule. I wanted him to be able to address those people who say, bro, like, look, isn't it convenient that this man is now going to be out? Um, and people were questioning whether he should be starting in the first place. So I wanted Matt Rule to be able to to address the large amount of people who were questioning the timing of that injury. And that's why I asked the question. And, and you know, uh, it's not a question that was liked, uh, but I don't necessarily regret. I don't I not necessarily I don't regret asking it. I do feel like I probably could have worded it a little more concisely. But that's why I'm in the room because that's why we're in the room because we offer a different perspective. We have access to a different fan base. Our fan base is not, and we do have y'all, let me not front, but our fan base is not boomer white male. Like that's probably more the observers fan base because that's, that's, you know, that's print newspaper. But we're millennials and we, you know, we are able to reach out to, I think, both of those age demographics, but it's in a different way. So we see what the streets are saying. And the streets are the streets are the are, are the heartbeat of this team. And it's important to know and for them to to be represented in that room. And that's why we're there. Facts. So, guys, we are wrapping up this very, very informative and important episode of Quick Blitz. As always, we like to thank you guys for tuning in, for you know, engaging, giving us feedback. Um, I know we've we've been a little late on the episodes the last couple of weeks, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's because of the grind. But to make sure that you guys are not missing when we drop new episodes, make sure you head over to the riotreport.com and um, subscribe so that you're not missing any episodes of quick blitz signing off this is sheena quick joined by vashti hurt
Lift off. We have a lift off. 